The views expressed herein reflect the views of the Whistler Agency as of the date of publication. These views may change as conditions change. The views expressed herein are not intended and should not be construed as investment advice, and they do not address any individual's specific situation. Welcome to Whistler While You Retire with Tim Whistler from the Whistler Agency. Here you will learn how Tim helps clients avoid taking unnecessary risks in retirement. With a fiduciary responsibility, Tim's mission is to help retirees and soon-to-be retirees create a greater sense of confidence about their retirement plan. Now, on to the show. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Whistler While You Retire. I'm Tim Whistler, president and founder of The Whistler Agency. One of the things that I enjoy most is getting to know others in the community. You know, that whole saying of it's not what you know, it's who you know. And my next guest and I met through LinkedIn just a while back. And as, if we, and as we have gotten to know more about each other and our respective professions, uh, we've had a great time learning about how we know so many of the same people while we're also talking a lot of baseball, which as you all know, is one of my favorite topics. But even more important, it is learning more about how he and the organization he serves are investing into the lives of young people. And since 1948, the Christian Center in Peoria, Illinois, has served the community by offering programs for kids and, a, and offering a place for people to enjoy recreational activities while also sharing the gospel of Christ. And joining me today is the Managing Director at the Christian Center, Mr. Chad Bailey. Chad, thank you for your time today, sir. Tim, uh, great to be on today. And uh, it's a beautiful day here with the sun <laughs> out and the snow melting. That's always a good day, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just kind of share some, some details, a little bit about, you know, how long have you been at the Christian Center, uh, sure. kind of what's your role, all the different hats you wear. Okay. Uh, I've been here since 1993, which is December 1993. Uh, my title is Managing Director. I started off as the Athletic Director for six years mm -hmm. and then took over the role as Managing Director, and it's been a great ride. We... Uh, just, Tim, I don't know about yourself, but when you were in school and thinking about what you were going to do, this really wasn't on the radar screen for me, <laughs> but I can see God's hand through the whole growing up and just the different things that I was involved in as a kid and, and sports and things like that and how they merged together. And so I've been truly blessed to be here since, since then. So, yeah. Very cool. I know that that first time we got together and, and we had, uh, you know, Phil joined us and we sat down, three of us just kind of sat down and chatted for a little while. Then we went down to the grill and had lunch and, and uh, just talked about, you know, you guys showed me the, the mural on the wall and, you know, the history of the Christian Center is just so rich and so full of so many milestones from where it started to where it is today. So kind of just share with us, you know, the highlights of the history, because the things sure. you shared with me, I sure. thought were, were outstanding. So we started downtown Hamilton and Perry in 1948, and uh, a group of people just got together. They wanted a, a meeting place where Christians can come and the lost could find Christ. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Dan DeMinn, who worked at Laterno, and he also became the chaplain at Laterno and some other folks, decided to start the ministry. And so they got a building down on Hamilton and Perry 
And I think Texaco was going to use it for some gas station or something. So they were there <laughs> just for about a year. And then they moved up to uh, Nebraska slash Fry, the intersection there on Knoxville. Okay. And that was 1949. And so they bought a house. And so the ministry continued there. And I was going through the history book. We, we, we did a little history book with some of the guys that uh, were some of our founders and some of the men that had a lot of just neat stories about the center. And in 1953, so about five years after the Christian Center started, the board had a meeting talking about closing the Christian Center. Hmm. And Malcolm Amstuds stood up and said, hey, I really believe that God wants us to continue. One of the board members increased his monthly support. And I think with Malcolm's just love of the center, his strong belief it needed to stay open, that they kept the Christian center open. And matter of fact, uh, Malcolm's son was in this week. Malcolm has gone home to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And they've done a track, gospel track and daily bread ministry here for umpteen years. And his son was in just doing that here recently. So the, the tradition continues with the Amstuds. Very cool. So in 1961, they did some groundbreaking up here where our current location is on Brandywine Drive. Mm-hmm. And they started 1962 with the building here. And they said, you guys are crazy. You're too far out of town. <laughs> so in 1962, this was out of town, if you can believe it. Sure. <laughs> but uh, th- they started in 62 here, and uh, the rest is history. We've been here since, and we've seen the city grow up around us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just been a neat, neat ministry. And, and Tim, for those that don't know, we are not affiliated with a given church. We're non-denominational. Mm-hmm. The Puria first next door, the church is just great neighbors, okay. but I like to tell them we were here first, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but, uh, but they've had a long history too. And so we are non-denominational. We're not affiliated with a given church. And so that's kind of a neat, neat part of, of what we do here. Sure. You know, and, and on that topic, I know one of the things that you and I had discussed as we were kind of preparing for our conversation was you know, talking about the different partnerships with local churches and how the churches can support the programs, you know, with their youth groups and whatnot. Can you talk a little bit about that with with how you guys interact with other churches? Sure. So if I'd ask you, we've got about 500 kids playing basketball right now. And I'd say, Hey, Tim, go find, would you tell me where our gym is at? I couldn't. (laughs) You couldn't. That's right. So we don't own a gym yet. We've got 500 kids in basketball. And uh, we partner. Um, I, I wrote down the list because I didn't want to miss anybody. But Woodland Baptist has been a longtime partner. Redeemer Lutheran Church, Trinity Lutheran Church, Peoria Christian School, North Minister Presbyterian, Peoria First are all gyms that we've used in the last couple of years. With, with COVID, it's been a little bit different. Different churches are, uh, have opened differently. And so we're not able to use some churches we've used before, mm-hmm. but those churches have really blessed us. Pure Christian School, too, uh, has been a great partner. Matter of fact, we use two of their gyms, one on the Mon- Monroe campus, one on the California campus. Uh, another one is soccer. Mm-hmm. And Tim, go find our soccer fields <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> here at the Christian Center, <laughs> right. and you wouldn't be able to find them. 
So we partnered back in the day with Bethany Baptist Church. Uh, one of our board members was a relative of Pastor Rich Burkle. Mm-hmm. And we called him up and said, hey, let's grow kids instead of corn out there and in, in, in that field. And so we partner with them and, and we uh, have all of our soccer fields in one location. At one point in time, we had d- three different locations for our soccer, outdoor soccer program, which was hard because mm-hmm. you might have a kid playing in different locations at different times. Yep. And so we were able to do that. So we have been truly blessed. We use Northminster Presbyterian for some baseball. We use Park District Fields and we use Washington Gifted Field. And so we, we don't have a lot of space here. Mm-hmm. And so we can't do a lot of those things. But with those partnerships, we were able to put on the programs we do. You know, you've got that, I know in, in the back part of the the grounds there, there's that beautiful baseball field. Is that, you guys use that for certain programs as well? Or is that kind of more the practice or? We do. We, okay. we do our ages uh, seven through 12 for the boys. And then for the girls, we can actually do the ages seven through 18 out here. So we use for the younger kids, just because the fences are pretty short. Sure. I think. Tim, you and I might be able to hit a whole run out here. (laughs) Maybe on a good day with a strong tailwind. On on a good day. That's right. Blowing out. That's right. (laughs) Right. So we do use those fields out here. We use them for game fields. We use them for practice fields. And so, um, but with two fields and our our average is probably 550 to 650 kids. So it's, so it does take a lot of diamonds and a lot of space. So, yep. No, No doubt. You know, and that's, that's one of the things too that we had talked about. You've got so many of these kids participating in these programs and they're obviously incredibly popular because you've got several hundred kids joining. And so we've got all these kids running around and, and they need some guidance and a little bit of, you know, corralling, if you will. Um, so, you know, coaches, so vital to the success of the program. Um, you know, how do you guys go about and, and interacting and getting some, some coaches to help with the soccer and the, and the basketball and baseball programs? What's the old saying? 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Right. Just ask, ask a busy guy to get something done and he will. Right. And so we have a lot of our parents step up, moms and dads. Matter of fact, we get some kids that come back that participate in our program I'm thinking too right now that uh, uh, are, have come back. So, so for instance, 500 kids, you've got at least 50 teams. So you need 50 head coaches Wow. and baseball the same way. And so we've been blessed. With some some people that volunteer that don't even have kids in the program, hmm. and that's what hopefully we're going to talk you into someday, <laughs> Tim. Um, but we do we do when we have registrations, we really stress, hey, we need coaches, yeah. and so that's that's kind of the backbone of what we do and with the coaches because I look back, I still keep in contact with my eleven and twelve year old baseball coach. So he had a big of impact on me. So wow. Billy Graham said a coach in one year can have an impact on a person more than some people can do in a lifetime. Sure. So that's a, I love that quote by Billy Graham. Yep. Totally agree with that. You know, and you referred to that just a second ago and, and uh, you know, this is something I find just so cool. Not only do you just have this program going out there for these kids, give them something to do, give them the opportunity to be involved in, in a phenomenal organization centered around sharing, you know, Christ's love. Um, but then you get these guys who come through there that some of them get to realize that ultimate dream of playing major league baseball. Yeah. 
tell us about a couple of these players that have come through and who come back and, and, you know, remain sure. connected to the program. We've got two world champion championship players, NBA title, Sean Livingston back in the day played in our <laughs> high school league when he was in grade school. He didn't win a game that season. <laughs> wow. He went over. Wow. So I, you know, it's funny The coach that coach Sean is actually had some health issues, but he's actually back coaching this year. So you okay. think about that. So yep. that's a wow. long time coach. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, Sean was a skinny kid, had a lot of ability and hadn't grown, you know, to, I don't know what he is now, six, seven, six, eight, something like that. But, mm -hmm. uh, you could tell he had some, some natural, uh, God given ability. Then another guy that was a scrawny kid playing our pony league. His name is Ben Zobrist. Mm -hmm. And I think we all know who Ben is, uh, sure do. MVP of the world championship, Chicago Cubs. And so Ben actually played in our pony league. And then he came back his his, uh, uncle, Matt Zobrist was the athletic director. So he came and worked for us one summer. So I, I joke that he put the tractor in the ditch a number of times and uh, we had to get it towed out. <laughs> but uh, what a, what a neat, what a neat man, just a uh, follower of Christ and strong believer. And uh, he would come back for nine straight years. And with some other local pros, Brian Schaus is another one. He didn't grow up in our program, but Tim, if you come on Tuesdays during the winter, He's running our cash register uh, down there in our grill yep. for our ladies bowling league. And wow. so Brian uh, has given our kids a lot of uh, instruction over the years. Mm -hmm. He does some pitching clinics for our kids and uh, former major leaguer and actually played with Ben down in Tampa Bay for one year. That's right. And just a, just a neat Christian uh, man that loves the Lord and, and, is fantastic with kids. Both Brian and Ben are just fantastical kids. So, so yeah, we've got a world series champion, uh, former, uh, Christian center ball player, yep. two of them. So, yep. That's, that's so cool. Um, you know, one of the things too, that you had mentioned, you talked about, you had a special story that you wanted to share during yeah. our episode. Yeah. I'd love to hear yeah. that. Yeah. And let me, I guess some of the, some of the people not familiar with the Christian center say, well, Okay, playing sports is all great, but but how do you get the gospel to the kids? So we make sure, for instance, Saturday, we will stop in the middle of our games, and at halftime, we will sit down with the kids, and we want to make sure that the kids understand the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ during the course of the season. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we challenge them to memorize Bible verses, and so what, whatever sport we have, we try to make sure that the kids understand they need a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So that's a real cool, just unbelievable opportunity we have. I, I think I told you, my wife, uh, our girls are grown and married. And, but back in the day, I think we're short coaches in soccer. So I said, Hey, Denise, would you come out and coach? So her, I believe it was maybe a, a around 10 years old team that she coached. Uh, she had seven out of her 11 players that on their registration form didn't have a church home or said, you know, the church we're attending. So we have a great opportunity to share Christ to some kids that will never step foot in a church and, and have that opportunity to share, share Christ with them. Um, and so we try to do that with all of our programs here at the Christian center. 
to make sure that these kids understand the good news of the gospel. Um, but go ahead. You're going to say something. No, no, no. I was just, just going to say that's, that's so, so good to hear. I love that. Yes. And, and so that's an opportunity we have that, 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 you know, we'll have depends on the year. Last year was a little unique, mm-hmm. but we'll have 2000 to 2,500 kids in, cool. in the different programs. And, um, I, I want to tell you a story about one of our coaches and his son, uh, that, there was a car parked out here at the Christian center and, you know, you keep an eye on things just like you do at home. And, and this car kept being, it was parked and it was a week went by and I don't even know how long it was. Well, we finally found out whose car it was. I don't know how we did it, but we did. And so we called Chuck up and we said, Chuck, Hey, do you know your car is parked out here? And he did. And it was his son's car, and he was trying to teach him a life lesson. Something happened. It wasn't running. And so he was trying to teach him a life lesson. So in the midst of the conversation with Chuck, our discussion turned from, hey, your son's car parked out here, to our boiler is really old here at the Christian Center. He happened to sell that type of product, uh, you know, the heating and cooling type things. Mm-hmm. And so in the midst of our conversation, he had a boiler come back from Iowa that I don't think ever got fired up. And so he said, Chad, let me make a call. So he called a guy by the name of Dale. And he told him the situation. And he says, Dale, would you be able to help us put that in? Dale says, I'm in. Well, back in the day, we used to show movies outside. So maybe some of the listening audience saw a movie on the wall out here at the Christian center and back. And so they used to show Christian movies outside. And so Dale came to one of those movies. And after that movie got saved in our parking lot, um, 10 years ago. I mean, Dale's got grown kids now. And so Dale said, I'm in, he came and put in our boiler at no charge. And you should see the, the pipe work that, that was needed to do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, so because of a parked car, the Christian center had a boiler and, and seriously, Tim, when I say this, so this is probably 19, oh, no, no, it's probably longer than that. It's probably 2000 something. So, so from 1962 to 2000 something, we had the same boiler. Wow. So they came and put the new boiler in and it was just one of those stories where God said, Hey, the Christian center needs a new boiler. So a project that probably would have cost us 40, 45,000, probably cost us 10 to, to 15. Goodness. And we just, it was one of those stories where I always remember because God provided yep. and he provided through a guy that, that came to know Christ in our parking lot, watching a movie at the Christian center. And another guy, that son, son's car was left out here. So that, that was always a, a fun story for me. So, yeah, absolutely. I love that story. You know, and, and that takes me right into the next, you know, part of the, the conversation you, and you alluded to that, the costs involved with the facilities, mm-hmm. the upkeep, keeping the lights on, you know, the financial support for, for full-time staff, you know, how, yeah. how can we, you know, how can people get involved to help with the financial support to, to keep everything moving forward as it is? You know, Tim, I, I, I want to say thank you to, to you for uh, your sponsorship of the Christian Center so businesses can, can step up and 
help sponsor, uh, like a year-long sponsor, uh, however they'd want to. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of families that continue to give on a monthly basis. We call it the Gideon program. Mm-hmm. Our registration fees for our different programs help offset uh, some of those expenses. And also, we never turn a child away due to finances. We had a grandma on here the other day that uh, she's raising some some kids. I'm not sure where the mom or dad is in the situation, but we said, hey, uh, you know, we got this covered. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Somebody had got online and gave us a nice donation towards scholarships. Wow. So, uh, so that was just a neat thing. So, yes sponsorships, donations, um, uh, labor, you know what we just had, I had an email from a, uh, uh, from a person, his son plays out here and he says, Hey, if you never, ever need any help with some air conditioning, heating type work, that's what the line I'm in. I'd be willing to, to, to see what I can do and maybe even get some of the, the, you know, some guys to help, uh, you know, to come alongside me if you need anything. So, um, so yes, that's what we do. And Tim, let me, can I run down? I don't know how much time we have. Are we running short on time? No, or? no, we're good. Okay. Go right ahead, Chad. Okay. So I thought I'd say some of the different programs we have because yes. some people are not familiar. So we're in the middle of our basketball bowling season. So we have, for those that don't know, we've got 10 lanes of bowling. Mm-hmm. They've always been smoke-free, alcohol-free. And so we have leagues for adults for bowling, but we also have on Saturday mornings, we have a junior bowling program. And so that is, um, I would say it's, it's not the largest, but it's a good size program for our area. Mm -hmm. We have some of our older bowlers, bowlers come in and coach the kids to to teach them how to bowl properly. Mm -hmm. So basketball is going on. We're finishing that in a few weeks. We usually be done right now, but with COVID, you know, everything kind of gets shifted around. Sure. We're getting red, ready for indoor soccer season. And so we actually do that out at Louisville Slugger mm-hmm. Complex, the big dome. And so we're actually, we've got a waiting list in most of that, in that league for soccer. Wow. And then we're, as we get that started, we're also having a registration for summer baseball and softball, uh, boys and girls ages five to 18. We do have a travel baseball and softball program. So most of our kids will play in house and we also give them maybe a little additional opportunity to go out and play some of the, maybe the more talented teams in our area, uh, through travel baseball. Okay. After baseball, we, we, we head right into fall soccer and that runs, uh, the end of August through first week in October. And then we also do fall baseball. So we okay. have fall soccer and fall baseball. And then you're right back at basketball. We start basketball usually November. And again, this year was a little unique with that. Mm-hmm. So um, we do have, and I want to make sure everybody understands that uh, there's no club membership to be at this Christian center. Mm-hmm. You, Tim, you could walk in off the street and say, hey, if the bowling's alley is open to come in and bowl or play, I think we showed you the game room and things mm-hmm. so families can hang out. Yep. And so there's no fee to be a part of the Christian center. And we do have fees for the different programs, but again, we do offer scholarships if, if someone needs that. So, sure. yeah. 
No, that's so cool. And and when you and Phil were taking me around and kind of giving me the tour, you know, one of the th- one other thing too I saw on the website, there's an adult ping pong league. Is that still yes? <laughs> that's you so know cool. what? <laughs> so Ron Whitaker is retired, uh-huh. and uh, he cooks in the grill on Tuesdays, and then they go down. Him and his son-in-law is Brian Schaus. We mm-hmm. talked about him, the major former major league pitcher. Yep, and they have some of the best ping pong in the area. And so, <laughs> so Ron basically opens. Uh, opens for a number of days where adults can come down and play ping pong at different times. Let's necessarily have a league, but we have a lot of play and a lot of fun down there. So, yep. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And Tim, that's the old bowling center. And so in the seventies, if, if, you know, you look from war Memorial, you're going to see our bowling alley. And so the, the, the room that's kind of under the ground, that's, right next to the church is actually old bowling alley. That's where we do ping pong. Uh, we've had the camp of champions in there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, man in the mirror is doing a Bible study on, on Saturday mornings down there right now. So yeah. Wow. Very yeah. cool. Well, Chad, this has been so good. So full of information. And again, that, that little booklet you referred to, you know, I, I kind of browsed through that and read up mm-hmm. on that. And I found yet another person that you and I both know, one of my clients served there, Kim Felker. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I've known Kim so in for he, years. Yeah. And matter of fact, I saw Kim yesterday. He was here yesterday. <laughs> wow. So Kim was the director. Uh, so he was my boss. Oh boy. I don't know how many for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Twyla, his wife worked here also. Okay. And so, yeah, it's just a small world. I think Kim was in bowling on her Wednesday morning bowling league. So he's retired now. Yep. And so he's, he's done ministry banking over the course of the years and he doesn't live too far from me in Washington. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I was kind of browsing the website earlier and I was looking at the adult bowling league standings, just kind of looking at different things. And and they showed some, some scores and there's Kim Felker with some good scores. I'm like, (laughs) you know, just learning more about my clients through another program. I mean, it's just incredible. So, um, and on that, you know, how can folks learn more about the the Christian center phone numbers, program information? Yeah. So we do have, like you said, our website and, uh, www.thechristiancenter, all one word, dot cc, as in Christian Center. Okay. And then if they want to give us a call, it's 309-685-4218. And, uh, or if they want to email me, it's C Bailey, as in Chad, B-A-I-L-E-Y, at thechristiancenter.cc. So we'd be happy to give someone a tour. We, we have businesses, Tim, that use our facility. I'm sitting right now in our dining room upstairs. Mm-hmm. And during this past year, we haven't rented it out as much as we have in the past, but you could have a family reunion here, birthday party. We've had a, a number of uh, baby showers and we've had a number of businesses use this as a kind of a away from their business meeting. And then they can go down and bowl and eat at the grill and so yeah yeah very cool and an incredible program unbelievable ministry something for everybody from five all the way up to 95 um phenomenal so good um chad thank you so much my friend i appreciate you carving out some time this afternoon and sharing a little bit more about the christian center with us 
Well, Tim, thank you and, and, and bless you. And thank, uh, again, your partnership in ministry. Thank you, brother. Again, the Christian Center is located at 4100 North Brandywine Drive in Peoria. The website, again, is thechristiancenter.cc. And like Chad said, the phone number is 309-685-4218. Again, come check it out. What a great resource for you, your family, your kids' activities. You know, come out, check it out in the center, jump online, and look, kind of see how you can participate and get involved and support the ministry. So thank you again for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so that you know when new episodes of Whistler While You Retire are available. We'll talk again soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to Whistler While You Retire. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the Whistler Agency. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Investment advisory and financial planning services offered through Simplicity Wealth LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance, consulting, and education services offered through the Whistler Agency. The Whistler Agency is a separate and unaffiliated entity from Simplicity Wealth, LLC.